opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the Internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Anytime, Jim. Oh, yeah, you know, and I wanted to see where the song was going. You know, I've never, never let that song go all the way through. And I was sitting thinking, you know, because I'm, I'm terrible. I never know when to break in, right? And so, um, there we go. Okay, let's break it down. Hey, everyone, welcome to Webcology. Uh, you listen to Webcology by Masturbator.fm, and it is Thursday, October the 8th, three days after my birthday. Uh... And um, yo, Dave, if you if you give me a a, a few minutes of uh, latitude, I think I have to say something to the audience. If, oh, if of mind. course, of course, I understand how important this is. This is this is totally important. This is uh, this is this is called disclosure time, friends. I'd like to uh, to open the show by stating that I am paid to do a lot of things in the name of Webmaster Radio FM. And this show is sort of one of those things, though I was doing it before I started my contract with WebmasterRadio.fm. But uh, technically, I suppose I'm still getting paid to say WebmasterRadio.fm. So every time you hear me say WebmasterRadio.fm, you should just assume that there's, you know, money involved because, well, point of fact, it's my job. Okay. That said... Oh, yeah. That said... I don't receive any material benefit from guests who appear on this show, though some of them might advertise with WebmasterRadio.fm. Uh, most of our guests do not advertise with WebmasterRadio.fm, and it doesn't really matter anyway because we book guests based on who they are and what they do and what they know, not if they advertise with WebmasterRadio.fm, but just in case they might, just telling you they might. And I thought it was probably wise to put this out there just in case there are any lingering questions on your minds. Dave and I realize we have, as uh, you know, media figures, bloggers, and uh, radio hosts that we have an abnormal ability to control your brains and we feel responsible to the American Federal Trade Commission. That sense of responsibility explains why we've never urged our legions of listeners to mount a DDoS attack on anyone or help create a wonderfully elegant but totally manipulative link network, oh, that's not a bad idea, or foment eternal rebellion over at Google, though I understand Google's more like grade four than kindergarten now. This is year 16 of the commercial internet, baby, and we're way more subtle than that. Dave, do you have anything to disclose to our listeners? Now, you've got to feed the electronic earbuds over at the FTC. You've got to sacrifice something on the altar, dude. Oh, oh I, 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 I don't know. Um, well, I mean, first, obviously, I have to disclose that each and every show we say Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. I, too, am paid by Beanstalk SEO, but I am not paid by WebmasterRadio.fm, so I guess I get that perk step back from you um, I am not paid by any guests or any of their affiliated corporations um, and uh, well other than a birthday 
which is coming up here on Saturday, which I do have to announce. And you know what? While we're doing this, I'm going to get this out because it needs disclosure as well. Um, this Saturday is the birthday of none other than Mario of Donkey Kong fame on October uh, sorry, 10th, uh, 1981. Mario was born. I am not paid by Nintendo or any of its affiliates, although I do know one of their developers. Uh, but I'm not paid by him either. So hopefully that covers all of our bases. I'm sure we're going to need to put uh, some more disclosures throughout this show, though, understanding how incredibly important this is. Well, it is important. And you know why it's important? It's important because earlier this week, the Federal Trade Commission put out new guidelines covering bloggers and extending, uh, uh, extending those guidelines to social media. And it's all about... What we say in our blogs, what we say, I guess, in, in, in this format over, over electronic radio, and, you know, what gets said um, in social media. And the FTC is basically, from my reading of it, and, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but according to the FTC, everything we do online is basically making media. The uh, new guidelines for bloggers and social media recognize the Internet as a medium. In other words, the Internet is part of the nebulous world known as the media, and that means along with the ability to argue protections proposed by law and by the Constitution, bloggers are to be required to account to a higher authority, that being what we may as well call the new bylaws of advertising land. Um, that's what I want to talk about today for the most part. I mean there's a lot of interesting stuff happening. i got some birthdays to announce, and I you know, want to talk about uh, – uh, uh, our coverage of, S- of SMX East and the No Bowl Party at Johnny Utah's that seems to be coming up uh, for ad tech and Google Maps. And there's a whole bunch of neat stuff I want to talk about, but the FTC is the one that's like most presently on my mind. It is, and it's probably on a lot of people's minds, as it's on mine as well, because this stands to have a significant impact um, on the web as a whole, certainly on, on bloggers. Um, but also on our attitudes towards uh, the web and, and sort of how we view ourselves and how the public uh, views the properties that they're on. I think, um, you know, just to, to go on a slight tangent, um, I think as these disclosures become more and more prevalent, uh, I think the public's going to start, well, I know the public is going to start encountering them more and is going to plant that seed that not everything is just as, as it may appear necessarily on uh, on, on face value. Um, and as they're encountering more and more of these things, I think it's going to raise this, this little, little seed of doubt when they're reading anything on the web. It should have been there already, but it will certainly reinforce that, that as you're reading something on the web, right, there may be something behind what somebody is saying. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I've got a... Anyways, you know what, sorry, I'll, I'll let you go on, and, and I do have some more notes, but I, I'll, be, I'll cover those after. I know you've got some other things to get to, Jim. Well, no, I just, wanted, I just wanted to jump in with a quick question. I mean, why didn't people assume that in the first place? I mean, um, people spend all day long creating content to put up online. Um, why wouldn't a consumer looking at that content assume that there was commercial intent somewhere or another? You know, I mean, there, there gets to be that. You know, I, I'll liken it to this. I happened to be watching the news the other day, and there was a reader's di- a thing against Reader's Digest in Canada. Uh, the laws in the way that they're governed here in Canada is, is different than the States. Their disclosures, their, uh, basically, they, they are the art of fine print, and their fine print portion basically saying you don't have to enter this 
you don't have to buy anything to enter this contest is, and they measured it at six pixels. The rest of it, the big check and everything, is in this in this giant thing. Well, generally, the elderly are tending to get hit with this, and what we have to have to deal with to you or to me, we're jaded, and so we would look at things and go, "Yeah, there's 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 something going on here." No, I'm not going to win this ten million dollar check if I just buy this thing for a hundred dollars. But not everybody is is that jaded, um, and and ne- you know not everybody is that experienced. And I think the web is no different than than that example in that. Yes, you and I. I mean, how long have you been been working on the web? How long have I been? A lot of our listeners have been on the web for eons. We've all received I don't know how many countless spam emails telling us we're going to win thirty three million dollars or you know take it out of uh, out of some as you you called it um, impoverished country so that, so that you know we too can be rich. Hopefully, none of our listeners have fallen for that. We've all been so exposed to all of this that it just seems natural. Anything I read on the web, uh, you know, I, I assume that, being a full disclosure, I mean, Shoe Money's got the best. I mean, highly recommended it. If nothing else, our listeners should go and, and, and oh, yeah. read his, his disclosure, where basically he calls it and says, assume everything that I say is to make money. Right? <laughs> Just right out on his site in his, in his disclosure, assume it. And, and the thing is, every website should be it should just almost be assumed, but it isn't. But every website is like that. I mean, other than, you know, pictures of my favorite cats or family pics that I want to share with my friends, uh, you know, these, these sort of personal sites, any site on the web is generally there to, or, or most sites on the web, are there to generate some form of revenue of, of some sort. Um, and you or I, being more jaded, would naturally go there and go, uh, this is here for this purpose, and I'm going to view everything that they say with a, with a grain of salt. Um, you know, not everybody's in that spot, though, and, and less experienced or less jaded human beings may view these health claims or this recommendation as an actual, oh, this does solve this, or oh, this person really, really does like this new XYZ widget that they got. Um, I, I think this is, as they start to these disclaimers, though, I think it's going to help. You said Z, not Z. I mean, that is so cool. That is so hard to do. Well done. <laughs> I, 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 it, really, it's so hard to wrap your wrap your tongue around that word Z uh, or the letter Z. Um, okay, you know what? I'll actually start. say on that, that note, my a... kids now get in trouble because they misspell and say that say Z instead of Z. They they've had been talked to in school about it. I've just now become more Americanized. Except apparently, when I say about, in which case people apparently laugh at me when I'm in the states, which is is true. I've seen them do it. You know what? They don't actually hear a boot. They, they, this is a big American conspiracy to mess with Canadians' heads. They don't actually hear a boot. They don't hear us saying that. They don't. They just tell us we do, and we believe them. <laughs> I mean, it, it works. It totally – we don't hear it. I don't hear it. I don't, I don't <laughs> keep them focused boot. on their language, and then when we ask them for hydro. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's move on here. Okay. Um, well, I, uh, so, what, what, what is, what is like, your take on that? Do, do you see this as a uh, major hurdle that some bloggers are now going to have to face? It, are these types of reviews going to be as effective? Um, is this going to damage bloggers who have done these reviews based on, um, you know, uh, albeit you know maybe they just receive free products, maybe they do receive compensation for these reviews? Um, you know, does that work? And can bloggers now take a more Yahoo directory approach and go, well, I don't have to disclose it if I just take a fee to review, but I don't necessarily, unless I like your product, I'm not going to review it. Is that, do you see that as a potential workaround? It works for directories. Why not for, for blogs? 
well, number one, if you're if you're taking a fee to review a product and you don't actually review the product, you're not going to be doing that for long. Um, <laughs> I mean, you'll get one or two assignments and that'll be it. Um, okay, I think this is about a number of things. Uh, let's start with the premise that there is a commercial web that we work on. And I was thinking before the show if uh, I really want to jump into this or not, if I, you know, in thinking about sometimes I feel like we're often too close to the commercial end of the web to really judge what the rest of the web is like to the majority of users. Um, in a blog post over at Media Buzz, Jeff Jarvis made uh, a number of good points, um, one of which is that the majority of people don't see the internet as or see their their additions to the internet through social media or through their own blogs as making media, they see it as participating in the public space. Sort of like going down to uh, Times Square um, and uh, talking to your neighbor, talking to whoever's standing beside you. Mm-hmm. They don't see their uh, blog posts as creating media. Most people are, you know, I guess, I guess in the FTC's view, most people who do a blog are doing one or two postings a week and they're not they're just doing it about the way they're feeling or you know the cat, the fact that their cat is doing something cute um that's one side of the that's one side of the web there's another side of the web that i think we're very familiar with and that's the creation of websites for or web pages for whatever commercial purpose we're creating them for uh client a b c or d really brask okay um <laughs> so i just got i got sidetracked with discussions of our accents in the chat room um you, me, um, most of our listeners, we create or we work on websites that were made to push product. We work in the social media, either using our own personas or characters made up by our clients to push product. We work uh, on Facebook or MySpace creating pages that will attract people to our clients. And every once in a while on those pages, endorsements are made. Um, or advertisements are shown, you know, specific types of advertisements. You know, you can, you can totally manipulate the, the create the, the, uh, a Facebook page or a regular web page to determine what kinds of ads will be drawn by either through the Facebook advertising engine or, you know, through Google AdWords or AdSense. Mm-hmm. If you manipulate a page like that by creating certain information bits and you're profiting off of that. You know, um, I'm going to write about a special type of Gore-Tex jacket because it kept me really dry when I was fishing in northern Ontario. And advertisements, I got, I got nothing from the Gore-Tex company. I got nothing from the, from, the, from the jacket manufacturer. But advertisements pop up on my, on my blog that talks about this, that it's directed towards somebody, and I'm going to make money off of every click. Do I got to disclose that? So I, th- I think as it t- is a long answer to your question, um, what is what are we really talking about? I think we're talking about a number of things and a number of ways that marketers act online. Um, will the FT- will this have an impact? Yeah, it will. But before getting into that, I think we've been talking for about uh, twenty minutes now, and it's about time that we took a break here on Webcology and WebmasterRadio.fm. We're going to sort of get it together and figure out where we're going with this FTC thing. I really. I think it's totally worth exploring, and I hope people in the chat room jump in with some of their impressions, but 
Well, we get our thoughts together. We're going to take a break here on Webcology and WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger for Webmaster Radio, who gets paid to say this. And Dave Davies from Beanstalk, Inc., who doesn't get paid to say this but might get an advertising benefit out of it. You're listening to Webcology on Webmaster Radio. We'll be back after a few minutes. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. Pixelsilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. XYZ affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No ifs, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this is what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need to need. You can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get this is a test of the PR web content and news delivery system from PR web and PRWebauthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR Web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Here on WebmasterRadio.fm, this is Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Dash Inc. Jim is making money for saying this. Dave is just mere, is merely reaping advertising benefits. Um, we gotta really figure out how to do this FTC thing because it's just gonna come out as a as a you know as a blather every time, eh? You know, I mean, maybe we should just have a thing at the beginning and 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 we'll steal a, a, a note from Shoe Money and and just have a thing at the beginning. And say, 
I assume that they were, we're gaining either advertising or some other form of revenue by doing this show. Okay. Well, we already have a thing <laughs> just at the beginning that. Where, not where webmaster be radio just, just sort of assume. even disavows anything we say. <laughs> Indeed, we could just cover it with that. Um, you know, I mean, something I wanted to touch on, and right before you went to, or right before we went to break there, um, you touched on the example of Facebook, which I, I think was a, was a fine example to use. I wanted to get your thoughts on something, though. Um, right now, the FTC is, is really right, regulating blogs, and I think rightfully so is there is, people are viewing their blogs oftentimes as a, as a personal thing, as, as you know, they, they go there, talk a couple days about, you know, their cat in a funny photo or, or what, whatnot. Um, but there are blogs out there, and many of them, that are geared to generate revenue from, basically, opinion or, or words. Um, in the case, and I, I think they can get a view of, or, or, or could conceivably, if they, especially if they showed up in the search results, um, a visitor to them could conceive this as an educated person making an unbiased statement, as opposed to necessarily somebody's personal opinion or something that they may be deeming revenue from. Um, in the case of social media, now I, I can't see the FTC continuing this through to social media. And correct me if I'm wrong, and I'd be interested to hear from people in our chat room on this point, too. When I approach social media, and again, uh, I may be a little more jaded, so I approach it differently. But when I approach it, I view it as a personal exchange. Like immediately, as soon as I'm going into Facebook and chatting with a friend, as soon as I'm going into Twitter and I see that I can make $500 a day tweeting from Jim Hedger, I look at that and I go, this is, <laughs> God bless, the personal opinion of, of, of the person I'm chatting with. I don't view it as an unbiased opinion. I view everything, and, and God bless, otherwise I'd have a lot of warped opinions on things if I viewed everything I saw in my Facebook news or whatnot as, um, as fact or, or as truth. Um, so, so I think it is a little different once you get into the social media realm where there's an instant this is this person's opinion as opposed to something that takes place in, say, a blog on a health issue or a blog on uh, you know uh, tech product reviews or something like that that may have a more... Um, authoritative feel to them. Well, okay, yeah, absolutely. But um, look, when we look at social media applications, we can make up this in, in our minds uh, because we're so close to them. We can make up this hierarchy of importance, this hierarchy of authority. For instance, Twitter. Um, putting aside the fact that I got hacked a couple weeks ago and 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 that I don't make five hundred a day on the web, um, although I. I you know, any of us probably could. Um, I'm just I'm just not into doing that right now. Um, Twitter is a lot more direct. You have to really mean it when you enter that. It's a much it's a it's a much stronger endorsement. If I was to say that um, X Y Z's toothbrushes were amazing because they got my teeth pearly white, um, I'd have to really intend that through Twitter. Right. Right. Um, through Facebook, on the other hand. Maybe, just maybe, I became a fan of XYZ toothbrushes, and when I became a fan, that got pumped out to all of my friends on Facebook, and that may or may not be a ringing endorsement, because that in itself is a function of, you know, of, of the Facebook fan pages. Incidentally, I recommend everybody listening become a fan of affiliate convention right now. Um, <laughs> I too You need a disclosure that. there, Jim. <laughs> Yeah, I was, you know, yep, I, I feel compelled to say that I'm one of the organizers of affiliate convention, and I do get a material benefit if you uh, get interested or, or you know, um, sign up and register for the free convention, affiliate <laughs> convention. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Although, given that it's free, you know, <laughs> I'm not making a hell of a lot. Um, <laughs> nor is anybody I may or may not be working for. <laughs> anyway, is that a, if you say may or may not be, does hmm. that cover? I may or may uh, not be making money off of this. I think that covers you on both sides. Okay, cool. <laughs> a FTC deal with you may or may not want to deal with this. Um, there might be a way around us. I may or may not be, because everything moves so fast in the electronic media. That's one of the th- one of the things that gets me about um, the intent of this law or the intent of these guidelines. But interestingly, uh, Chris Crum over at Web Pro News, um, an extremely fine online news source, which does not pay Dave or I to endorse them. We just think they're cool. I think I can speak for you on on that point, Dave. You can indeed, although I have to say, occasionally, as right now, I will have articles posted on WebPro News that may or may not result in advertising for Beanstalk. And I noted Beanstalk, I do derive revenue from them. <laughs> Similarly, um, I may or may not be published by WebPro News. I don't think I get any income because I'm not really advertising anybody anymore right now or working for anybody other than myself and Webmaster. But anyway... <laughs> You know what? Even even if we said that like Mike McDonald was seen seen dancing around in a tutu, I think they still might publish us. I don't think Mike <laughs> was seen dancing around in a tutu, but if he was, like you guys could get like sort of mental image in your mind what that would look like. That'd be kind of funny, but I don't think it ever happened. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of, anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry, Dave. That was it. You're uh, <laughs> you're uh, you're never getting published ever again. <laughs> No. Yeah, anyway, the point is, okay, so Chris Crum um, did a really good article in WebPro News today, and I'm just posting that up into the chat room. I really got to get a headset because, like, I'm holding the microphone up to my mouth while I'm doing this. So um, trying to trying to do this entirely with my, with you know, right-handed, one-handed typing. And <laughs> Anyway... The FTC isn't going after bloggers directly. They're not going to be going after after bloggers to find them at any rate. Um, according to Richard Cleland, Assistant Director, Division of Advertising Practices at the FTC, um, Chris Crum from, from WebPro News asked the FTC directly, "What are you going to do? Are you are you, are you going to be going after uh, going to be after going bloggers?" And Richard Cleland, Assistant Director, Division of Advertising Practices at the FTC, says. The idea that we're going to give every blogger a $11,000 fine isn't true. Worst case scenario, someone's going to get a warning if they refuse to comply, followed by serious product defects. Uh, the FTC would institute a proceeding with a cease and desist order and mandate compliance with the law. After that, they might get, you know, kind of fine with you. That's not a bad idea, sweet. Um after that, they might go after you financially, but in the meantime, they're trying to be educational. And again, what the what the FTC wants is bloggers to disclose any material benefit they may get from endorsements, and those benefits include, you know, being taken somewhere, being given a free product, um, being paid to make an endorsement, etc. Um, so the just in the chat room, I posted the link to the Web Pro News article, and it's you know definitely worth looking into, worth reading. Um, where was I going with that, Dave? I'm not <laughs> sure, but something that I'm wondering as as you're chatting about that. So sorry, I'm going to distract us off on a, on a slightly different 
different tangent here because you, you got me thinking. Um, and I do wonder now, in, in the case of a blog that has been doing this in the past, um, let's say for years they've been writing product reviews and perhaps receiving free products to review, et cetera, et cetera. Um, does this rule, and, and you may know the answer to this, does this rule come into effect as of today and going forward you need to do this? Or are bloggers expected to go back through what could potentially be years of past posts and place that disclaimer on, on past posts? I bloody well hope not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I really hope not because over my career I have been a endorsement vehicle for different products and different services and, and different companies. Um, and I doubt it. I, I, there's no way you could make something like this retroactive. It's not possible. I don't have the uh, I don't have the ability to go and affect blogs that I've been published on. I you know, know I mean? that you have been working, uh, and, and unfortunately, it was, it was really short timing today, so we weren't able to join. Uh, but I know you have been working, and hopefully, it will be successful to get somebody, uh, a representative from the FTC, on the show. And that would be an interesting question to ask them. Something that obviously requires some some clarification, um, because that that could be a potential disaster for for a lot of people. Um, if they did, hopefully it doesn't go retroactive. At the same time, I have seen the government enact legislation and, and rules uh, that aren't necessarily easily applied, but at the same time, they're not the ones doing the work. So you know, there you are. And I wonder how many governmental sites will, and, and blogs will actually have a full disclosure that they're there for you know generating revenue as as an employee of the government. But anyway, <laughs> dear reader, we are making money <laughs> off of your taxes. Please comply with this regulation, or we will make more money, not from your taxes this time. Um, there's a question. Do these rules apply to Canada? You want to handle that, Dave? I've already answered in the chat room, but, you know, what do you think? Well, I mean, I can't see how... It gets into a sticky one to me. I guess I'll just shorten it by that. Assuming that, for example, um, I host a blog. Now, I am a Canadian citizen, but my, my blog itself and website are hosted out of the United States. Now, I think in that case, while the government of the United States can't come after me specifically because these laws apply to um, American citizens, they can, however, go after the the host. I mean, not specifically, but they. Uh, I could see them writing this letter, going, "This is in violation of these rules, and Absolutely you need to take this down." Um, so I think in that way they could. Now let's assume that you are hosted in Canada, you're a Canadian citizen, or apply this to to any other country outside of the United States. Um, I think then the only real recourse, and I'm sure that this is going to be one that they they either have or will be looking into, is. In that case, they couldn't go after the citizen because these laws don't apply to, to those citizens. They couldn't go after the host and basically say this is in violation of, of our laws, so you need to take this down. So they can't go after the citizen. They can't go after the host. Um, at that point, are the sources of revenue from the United States of America, for example, uh, affiliates or, or whatnot, is there another stream of revenue? Is that from the United States? I could see them taking that one step down. I don't think, I mean, I think they've got their hands full here just dealing with bloggers right now and, and things that they can impact directly, but down the road I could certainly see this being expanded if they find it to be successful and, and beneficial to the Internet as a whole. Um, I, I could see that carrying further down to those those kinds of steps. But I think right now 
I think they're going to end up having their hands full just with what they're dealing with right now. I think there's a great example in their top host.ca or, or something like that where, yeah, I mean, these people are driving revenue from advertising and, and stuff like that. Do they need to do that full disclosure, et cetera? Um, I'll be Under Canadian law, that. no. Under British Wait. law, under UK law, yes. There's very, very strong consumer protections in both the UK and the EU. Very true. There's much stronger consumer protection in the United States than there is in Canada. Um, we actually, it's pretty much a picnic up here if you really want to ex- exploit a population about the size of California. Um, <laughs> it's a picnic up here, really. Um, except, they, except they don't want to put their credit cards online because they're really conservative. Um, uh, but we are subject to American law when acting in America. If acting for an American client, we have to protect that client and you know, abide by American law. If our signal is, or if, I'm sorry, if our site is hosted in America, as Dave outlined, yeah, um, <laughs> you can, uh, they can go after your hosting company. Um, they can go after whoever is, 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 is propagating said message. Will they? Probably not. It depends what, you know, depends what you do. It depends if you're agree, you know, egregious about it. Um, you know, I remember, I remember, I remember interviewing Marty Weintraub, maybe it was a, about a year and a half ago, I think it was after SES Toronto, and we were talking about sock puppets in, um, in social media, and he looked at me and he asked, like, this is the best question ever, does Betty Crocker ever lie, Jim? It's like, oh, dude, I, I don't know, she's not real. And she goes, yes, he is. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, she is. And, and I, I don't really want to go into much more of the story, but it was, uh, it was a really telling moment. Um, what about uh, uh, Marty Weintraub is hilarious. Marty Weintraub is one of the one of the most the cleverest and funniest people in in search and social marketing. Um, refer to Lamb Chop. <laughs> you refer to sock puppets, Jim. Refer to Lamb Chop. Um, I can't do that without uh, thinking of. Yeah, you know, Marty Weintraub looks a lot like Ross Dudd's kid Xander. You ever notice that? <laughs> I just keep my mouth shut on this. I'm sure Google image search now has a bunch of Marty Weintraub's headed in (laughs) just to see who the heck we're talking about. Um, Well, while you're there, let's let's move move back on track here. (laughs) Oh, Um, because I just know that when we're dealing with a topic as as potentially influential as, as this one is, I have a hunch we're going to end up running out of time, and I know there are also a couple other um, couple other points um, that, that we're going to want to sort of touch on over time. Right now, and, and I'm going to ask you, Jim, and, and our listeners in the, in the chat room are, are welcome to, to give their opinions as well. I'll be happy to list them. Um, right now, this seems to be influencing bloggers. I mean, it's targeted at bloggers specifically. Will this be expanded on down the road? Um, right now, I mean, the, in the chat, um, tophost.ca was, was listed as, as an example. Now, I mean, they kind of can skate around it. They are a, uh, they are not a blog in, in this case, right? They're like a review site. Um, but will it be expanded into websites like that? Should sites that are doing reviews and may have some compensation to be included in their review process, should they be looking at, at this new set of legislations and going, Okay, we need to prep for this. We need to sort of maybe not launch oh, it right now, but we need to get our They don't need to prep for it. They need ready. to do it now. It hasn't. This, it won't be expanded into their realm. It is in their realm. 
this absolutely covers them. Now, not necessarily tophost.ca because they're here up right. here in Canada, unless, of course, they're actually an American business. Now, would a consumer complaint from Canada to the FTC have any impact? I have no idea. But if it's an American business acting in Canada but, but, but based in the United States, then I would suggest they have to comply with American law. And if it's tophost.com, which is, which is acting in America as a review site, and they receive material benefit from certain postings, then yes, they must disclose them. Indeed. And that's what it's about. It's about receiving material benefit in one way or another. You, you, you remember uh, Michael Gray, Gray Wolf? Uh, his <laughs> long I don't know what you're talking Matt about specifically, but I can't count the number of times he's come across my radar. Well, you know, I think this this is his argument directly. People are getting material, defined material gain. He and he was saying this to Google when Google was trying to um, ban splog reviews, ban um, what we'll call flogs blogs that are just there to flog things and they were fake blogs mm-hmm. um michael gray was just like okay well you know if you're going to be doing this i can understand what what your intent is but your definition sucks and it's confusing us and it's making it hard to do our job and um you know some some might think that 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 that, that uh that michael was like way over the top with with the way he went after Google and went after Matt Cutts, but others may suggest that that's really the only way to, you know, to 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 get Matt and to get Google to listen is just to keep hammering at them. Um, I want to come back with a direct quote from Matt Cutts um, based on a, a, a post he left over at Media at. Um, media buzz but i got the signal from dave who got the signal from the studio that we have to go to break we have to take a uh a commercial here on webmaster radio.fm so you're listening to webcology on webmaster radio.fm which incidentally you can listen to every thursday live here at webmaster radio.fm 2 p.m eastern 11 a.m pacific or on itunes radio or you know, download a podcast directly from webmasterradio.fm or, or iTunes. But stick around. Webcology is coming back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. Hey, affiliates. Do you find it a challenge monetizing traffic from the U.K., France, or India? You need offers that will appeal to all of your visitors, no matter where they come from. AdsMarket.com has met this challenge and has turned it into a science. AdsMarket.com gets results for publishers and advertisers with a winning formula. The combination of offers, worldwide traffic, and ads markets up close and personal media management is exactly the boost needed to monetize international audiences. AdsMarket.com, the science of performance. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. SEM Synergy. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. On WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Deaton. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio and Dave Davies from Beanstalk, Inc. It is Thursday, October the 8th, and we've been rambling about the FTC and disclosure. Now, Dave, we are running up against the uh, edge of our uh, one-hour deadline because we have Linda Woods, an affiliate marketing insider, following us on uh, following us directly after our show. So, we have some hard deadlines. I got some announcements I got to get in. Okay. Cool. First of all, I want to direct people to affiliateconvention.com, webmasterradio.fm, and AFURO are, uh, you know, again, doing it again. We have another convention coming up in Los Angeles on December 3rd and 4th. As usual, affiliates get in absolutely for free. Affiliateconvention.com. Now, I also want to direct people to affiliateconvention.com slash contest dash 2009 oh sorry contest dash LA dash 2009 I'm about to put that link up in the webmaster radio chat room it'll take me just a second because I gotta find the darn thing because affiliate convention is giving away a free trip to affiliate convention along with hotel and two free passes and all you got to do make a video post it up at our new social networking site myaffiliateconvention.com in the video explain why affiliate convention is your new home in the affiliate marketing space and use the phrase affiliate convention is my new home do all that post it up to uh myaffiliateconvention.com and uh, do that by February by November the 4th at the time for Ad Tech New York which I want to get into in a second and you might be going to Los Angeles for free on affiliate convention staying there for free and getting a full access pass to the convention which means you'll be coming to Affiliate Bash which I wanted to get to next because webmasterradio.fm is doing a massive party at Affiliate Convention on the 3rd of December, Affiliate Bash. If you're already registered for Affiliate Convention, make sure you're registered for Affiliate Bash. And if you're not yet registered for Affiliate Convention, shame on you. Get in there and register for Affiliate Convention. Los Angeles in December. Come on. Okay, next. 
WebmasterRadio.fm just came back from SMX East. We had a band of roving reporters out, out on the floor at SMX East, including the phenomenal Debbie Bookstabber, who had – how many interviews did we get from SM, SMX? The check I have right now is approximately 25. I still have to go through and make sure they're all interviews. But, I mean, we got a bunch of clips back. Incredible. Like uh, Debbie and Cindy Crum and uh, – I think David Satella and maybe Victor Pitts are out there Victor helping us out as well. Yes. So, all of you, thank you so much. Uh, you know, helping us give continue our our uh, conference coverage out there at out there at SMX East in New York. And congratulations to Third Door Media, another fine show under your belts. Next time we're in New York is going to be November fourth for AdTech. Uh, WebmasterRadio.fm is going to be there in full force, and I think George, you and I are going to be operating out of the press room again, eh? Yeah, we're going to get the. I mean, that's the easy part, because <laughs> then uh, a couple days in the press room with you, and then the trip uh, coast to coast after that. Oh, absolutely! Well, then you're going you're going all the way out to uh, San Diego for I, PRSA. I'm pretty sure, yeah. That's yeah. That I I don't I don't think I'm on that trip. I uh, hope I kind of hope I am, and I kind of hope I'm not because you know San Diego is a great city, and I would love to go out and see San Diego again. But at the same time, it's just a brutal schedule. Because um, I mean, think about that, eh? Like Ad Tech New York, PRSA, uh, affiliate convention, then immediately up to Chicago for SES Chicago. Brutal, 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 brutal. Um, yeah, San Diego SEO, Webmaster Radio is coming to San Diego for the PRSA, and, you know, we've met you before. We hope to meet you again. Um, what else was on my... Oh, hey, Dave, you know what? You know what came to Canada? <laughs> I, go Street ahead. View! Google Street View. It's come to most of the, It's come to the civilized parts of Canada. It hasn't come to your island outport of Victoria yet, but it's coming. We're it has excited. come to Vancouver, which isn't necessarily civilized, but it's a nice town. <laughs> right, not uh, like Toronto. I think I, I think in Vancouver you can see some gang shootings. Uh, if you go with with Google with the Google Street View, you get like views of actual gang shootings and shit. No, um, don't worry, we're 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 hosting the Olympics, so we're we're going to tuck those people away and then pretend the problem doesn't exist. So don't don't worry about that; they won't be part of it. That's that's, that's cool. how we're we're reacting there. You know what else you can see with Google Maps? What's that? If you look in the chat room and you follow this link, you can see the room I'm sitting in. Well, you can't actually see the room, but you can see the window I'm sitting behind right now. See that? Yep. Just click that link, and now you get this parking lot, right? Mm-hmm. Now you see the fire escape? Yep. See that white door, second uh, second landing on the on the uh, the building behind, by the way. It's it's the small building uh, behind the, the big one? Yep. Okay, see the fire escape that goes up to the, the white door? Yeah. Uh, that whole back of that unit, all the way to, you know, I got this big apartment in downtown Toronto, and that's uh, the window off to the right is where I'm sitting right now, looking out it, but you can't see me because, like, Google Street View isn't live. But if it was, I mean, that'd be so big brotherish, eh? Um, but yeah, that's, that, that's where I am right now. So where's your cat? No, I'm kidding. Um. Um, she's the, she's the, she's the, you can see this little uh, cone at the bottom of the screen there. She's underneath that, swiping at the car's tires with her claws, but she missed. She wanted the camera. 
<laughs> my cat's a hooligan, eh? Like, my cat's a total hood. <laughs> it protects the hood. <laughs> I'm training um, her. Like, we're downtown Toronto now, so she's like, you know, got to be tough, right? Well, exactly. Um, I'm going to, if I can jump in here, you know what? I, I found some news here, and, and uh, I just got to pipe in with it because it ties so closely to the FTC beginning part, but has nothing to do with the FTC. It's actually over on the register.co.uk. I'm just going to pop this link into the chat as well so that our listeners there, our readers there can follow it. Um, What it is 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 basically it measured uh, youth, and this is like 12 to 15. So, you know, these are the people that we count on to, you know, they're coming up behind us. They're going to be more, have a more sophisticated understanding of technology and all of this sort of stuff. Um, basically chronicle or, or outline sort of their approach to search engine results and, and more, but in this post it, it focuses on their search results um, and, and Google getting them. Now, there's a few interesting statistics here. One-third of, of secondary school children believe Google ranks search results in order of uh, truthfulness. Um, okay, that's, that's all well and good. You know, only a third of them, you know. <laughs> um, but really, it's it's further down in the third paragraph. Fourteen um, percent of twelve to fifteen year olds said websites pay for the top spot. So only fourteen percent are believing Google. Like a major, like they they've been pretty out there going. You know, we we've got AdWords, right? Like they, you know, it's blue. You can pay. You're going to be here. Um, even with that kind of disclosure out there, fourteen percent said that websites pay to be in the top spots. And that's not even counting that, you know, in the organic results, let's face it, I, I'm an SEO, you've done SEO, you know, it's, it's a lot of our listeners are probably SEOs too. You, you can pay to have preferential, even in the, in the organic listings. Um, and only 14% believe that. So if nothing else, I saw this statistic and went, this is why disclosure is important, because if we have statistics like this coming from, from today's youth who are probably certainly more sophisticated than we were at their age in regards to understanding how search engines work and, and how media works. Um, if we're getting statistics like 14% here, disclosure is, is, is certainly makes a well, big exclamation mark as to why disclosure is important. Well, I think that raises another interesting question. Should disclosure be forced on, uh, on Google? Is Google enough of an authority to be required to disclose that these are, in fact, paid advertisements? In every ad, in every ad grouping under every search result, how about when they how about when they show up on somebody's page? And again, I can easily craft my duck decoy page to come up with Remington guns if I want to, right? Right, right. Um, so you know, shouldn't Google disclose that? So is this little text sponsored links enough? Is the question, and should they be more forthright? Uh, or, or more obvious or apparent with their with their results. I guess that's the question that you're that you're asking. Okay, yeah, you got me there. That does say sponsored links. Darn, I was hoping I was being so damn clever too. Oh well. <laughs> um, does it say that? Under, just quickly jump back to my Facebook profile. I want to see if it says sponsored links there. Well, we still have a few minutes to rag around. It it does say sponsored across the very top. Is that enough though? And you know what bugs me? I didn't sponsor this. I don't even know what the damn Rogers Business Incubator is, although I do know that 233 people are fans of them. But damned if I know what the... What the oh. Oh, you know who this is, eh? Oh, my God. I don't even want to get into this. I certainly don't endorse this, but it's on my Facebook page. And if somebody clicks on it, Facebook makes some money, and I don't. 
They should disclose that, damn it. Um, I certainly don't endorse this incubator because I don't like this company, even though they supply me with my internet and cell phone signals. You know, if, if it makes you feel better, though, yesterday when I was looking at, uh, I, I happened to hit up my blog, Bean was the word that they somehow grabbed out of our entire blog, and all of our AdSense ads were uh, about organic beans and flogging, that sort of thing. So, you know, it's not perfect. Really? Maybe they should disclose that, too. Um, really? Yeah. That's awful. <laughs> hey, you still there? Yeah. Oh, good. I thought, wow, for a second I just thought, like, uh, um, 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 um. That the connection got cut because I said something nasty about that other about that company who I'm not going to mention anymore. <laughs> Net neutrality, man. <laughs> That's why I'm for it. I'm scared of these guys. We won't list who they are, though. Um, okay. Two minute warning, eh? Oh, okay. I love Just nice inclusion up. of the word a. Oh, hey, thanks. I tried really hard with that. I had to keep the Canadian content up. We have the we don't have the FTC up here. We have the CRTC. <laughs> just in case they're listening didn't a sorry for my slip i'll say from a to z and then we all feel better uh well okay gotta, gotta feed the monster again i get a couple birthdays in here because there's some really neat ones here Most you know definitely. jeffrey k roars yes if you see him on the streets give him the paddy wax today it's his birthday he's in new york somewhere so anyone in new york if you see jeffrey k roars Grab him, buy him a cup of coffee, and then give him the paddy wax. But don't assault him because we'd never suggest that. <laughs> it's also Andrea Pilati and Adam Adet's birthday. So, uh, Adam, Andrea, and Jeffrey, uh, big hugs to y'all. Wonderful. Well, happy. We didn't. So go. Normally, we get that happy birthday. Oh, well, we missed it this time. I know. I was waiting for it. No, because Jim <laughs> gives me crap about the sound effects every week. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true, Jim. Sorry, I man. I, you yep. do. You kind of like I. I had the. I've been given the uh, the CRTC version of, of regulations on sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They have to be produced in in Canada by Canadians, or they're going to come and arrest Dave. They, they aren't. They are from a Canadian company. What are you talking about? Are they really the production oh. company? Yes. Oh, dude, I didn't know that. Richmond, Ontario. In Richmond, Ontario, they're close. Yeah. They're, they're just, they're just, they're close. We can go see them on Street View if we want to. Actually, <laughs> yes, you could. <laughs> so it's thirty-four um, degrees uh, in Calgary. Ha ha! <laughs> just had to get that in there for marketing hits. Sorry, buddy. Um, my little brother lives in Calgary. That's why I don't. <laughs> um, something I just want to touch on here really fast because I know it's going to put a bit of a smile on your face and a question mark above everybody's head. Um, search statistics came out here. Um, and we've got Google, big shock, everybody hold on to your hats, month-over-month month change, they're up. Um, Google gained a percent, Yahoo down three, Bing down five. Who is the big gainer, do you suppose? Who would you love to see gain some market share, Jim? Honestly? Yeah. Who do I really want to see gain? I would love to see Ask.com stage a comeback. Ask up 8%. Now, that's 8% over the numbers they posted last time. Exactly. Not All of these percentage change are, are over. Uh, when we were looking at August, 2.37, September, 2.56. So that's an 8% so, gain for them. Not too shabby. But don't for forget, a couple of years ago, they were in the 4 to 5% range, right? Right. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, not too shabby. I mean, I would love to see Ask make a comeback. I'm desperate for Ask to make a comeback for a couple of reasons. Bing is uh, great, but they seem to be 
not lose. Well, I don't know if they're losing share or not, or they've just turned off that uh, weird thing their bots were doing by, you know, remember when their bots would show up and they'd register like mega hits on your server? Most definitely. That, how that was reflected in their search share. Right. So now maybe we're normalizing now to what they're actually at. Yeah, and, and incidentally, if that if those numbers are true, then that's not not actually that's not bad for them. I don't think the road the blush is off the rose yet, but they have a lot to prove, and they got to come out swinging. They really yep. do. Um, Yahoo. Well, what do you? I mean, like when we talk about Yahoo, soon we'll be talking about Bing anyway, right? Indeed. Um, but ask. Oh my goodness, ask. Come on, you had such great stuff going, and it's not like you don't have money. You do. <laughs> I mean, sell Barry, sell Barry Diller's yacht, Christ! But start doing some R and D again. You know, Daddy I mean, they've still got functions in their in their search engine that are, are fantastic and haven't been adopted by any of the other engines. So, um, no, and the superior ideas. Ask. I know my yeah. eldest actually uses Ask as his primary search engine. He prefers the results. So, there's well, something there. You know, and people are complaining. I, I mean, do you see a lot more complaints about Google results these days? I do. I do. I do. Yeah. In Google's defense, I'm seeing them go up and down, though, because Google is constantly these days sort of tweaking, going back and forth. Results are kind of up and down. Uh, I, I blame a lot of that. Well, blame, quote-unquote, a lot of that of the integration into caffeine um, results for, for any of our listeners. That's don't what, know what cap- that that's is. www.fanbox.google.com, where you can see caffeine, and we're starting to see them get closer and closer, the real results and the caffeine results getting closer and closer, so they're they're integrating portions of. So we are getting flux, so I don't really blame oh, we're also We're getting the hook, dude. You hear that? That's the I hook. sure do. All right. Okay. On behalf of Dave Davies, this is Jim Edgerton from WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Dave Davies from Beanstalk, Inc. Join us next week when we ramble on for another hour about something or another. Um, coming up next, Affiliate Marketing Insider. And after that, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, with, uh, Office Hours, live with Vanessa Fox. 